Welcome back, Giants fans. So today we have more of a combined video, a Week 15 mini preview against the Cowboys because unfortunately as Giants fans, the games aren't too exciting for us right now. There's not much to play for. We know where we're going. We're not going to the playoffs, of course. It's about where they'll be picking in the draft, and that's pretty much it. So we'll talk about the game against the Cowboys plus some of the quotes that have come out about Joe Judge and his future with the Giants in 2022. And he'll most likely be back, of course, but some quotes came out from uh, from Ralph Valchiano, and I want to talk about those and give my opinions. So anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. I posted in the community page some questions that you guys want to ask me in the future, so I'll do that video probably... I don't know, maybe tomorrow I'll do it if, if I'm free, but I'll do it eventually. So if you have questions that you want to ask me, go to the community page, ask those. We'll do that video eventually. Hope you guys enjoy this video and let's get into it. So we'll start with the Joe Judge rumors because I feel like that's what people are most interested in. So we'll go to an article here. Um, Ralph Vacchiano of SNY basically believes the Giants will not be firing Joe Judge after this season and some quotes are from a league source a few weeks ago i would have told you no chance he gets fired a league source told vacchiano now even after the team's most recent loss to the chargers i'd still say quote unquote no chance mara loves judge he thinks he's found his bill belichick or bill parcells and there's just no way he gives up on another coach this soon so first off the, the quote's funny comparing Joe Judge to the likes of Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick. I just don't know how you look at Judge and the lack of what he's accomplished here and compare him to those coaches. I mean, maybe he has like the persona for it and has the attitude for it, but I just don't think he's even come close to accomplishing anything to warrant that type of comparison. If anything, Joe Judge is more comparable to a Matt Patricia. Don't compare him to Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells. I mean, I get where he's coming from, but still doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, even after this, you know, 4-9 star and Judge, of course, going 6-10 and 10 last year, now going 4-9 so far this year, and the season's not going to end well. The Giants might be a 4- or 5-win team uh, this season. Now, the Giants' ownership can attribute that to injuries and some bad luck and, I don't know, all that type of stuff. And, and the coordinator not being good, Jason Garrett. Um, you can make a lot of excuses for Joe Judge. I get that. But Judge, even in situations despite the talent, has not shown he's a great head coach. His timeout management sucks. That has nothing to do with the talent on the field. The way he doesn't go for fourth downs when he should, that doesn't have much to do with talent. Yes, you're more inclined to go for a fourth and short when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback as compared to Daniel Jones. I get that, of course, but there are still certain fourth down situations where Joe Judge should clearly be going for it, but does not, and that's not really a talent issue. So there are things Joe Judge does where he just looks lost on the sidelines and doesn't look like he's head coach material. Now, there's like three reasons why I could see the Giants wanting to bring Joe Judge back, and I'll go over those right now. Number one, of course, and this is operating out of fear, and I don't I don't like that, but number one, one, and this is the biggest one to me, is that Mara doesn't want to fire another head coach after two years. Of course, with Ben McAdoo, he lasted in 2016, 2017, didn't make it through 2017. Pat Shermer was 2018, 2019, got fired. Joe Judge, 2020, 2021. And if he gets fired now, that's another coach after two years. So the number one reason I think John Mara doesn't want to fire Joe Judge is for the continuity and to not fire another third head coach after two years. That's a very bad look for an organization, of course. Number two for me is that Joe Judge is still a young guy. He's still 39 years old to this day. 
He turns 40 on December 31st. Birthday's coming up soon. But you can look at Joe Judge and say, well, the guy should progress. But my argument against that would be, well, he looked better as a rookie head coach, but looks even worse in his second year. Now, maybe there is not some truth to that. I don't know. But just watching the games, of course, Joe Judge looked more competent as a rookie head coach than he has in his second year. So I can kind of go against that. But you could also believe Joe Judge improves with age and experience as his head coaching career goes on. And the third reason to keep him. This one's pretty important, I will say, but it shouldn't be the responsibility of a head coach. But number three is that the Giants' off-seasons have gone a lot better, in my opinion, since Joe Judge has been here. The Giants' 2020 off-season was probably the Giants' best off-season in a long time, like at least five years. Like the, the Dave Gettleman 2018-2019 uh, with Pat Shermer, those off-seasons were terrible. Some of the worst off-seasons I've seen. 2020, though, was really good. They got Andrew Thomas, Xavier McKinney, picked up those guys in the draft. They made some pretty good free agent signings. Like, Blake Martinez was a good signing, it looked like, until he got injured. You know, Bradbury, I guess, has been worth it so far. Had a great first year here. Kind of fell off this year a bit, but still a pretty good cornerback. So, you know, Kyler Fackrell was a good signing for that one year. Cam Fleming was a good signing for one year. So their 2020 offseason... I think by far is the best offseason the Giants have had. And that was, uh, of course, Joe Judge's first offseason with the Giants. Then, of course, in 2021, they go all in, spend a lot of money. Adoree Jackson, Kenny Galladay, Kyle Rudolph, Devontae Booker. They do all those things. But on the flip side, they did trade back twice in the draft. And if you guys know Dave Gettleman's history, he has never traded back in the draft up until this year. And I'm sure a lot of that is Joe Judge influenced. Now, I say that because... Gettleman was the GM in Carolina for, I don't know, five, six years, never traded back, and of course was the Giants GM in 2018-2019, never traded back. Now, in 2020, Judge's first offseason here, there was a report that the Giants were going to trade back in round two last year if Xavier McKinney was off the board, but of course McKinney was there, and the Giants took him because they thought he was too good to pass up on. So, if McKinney was gone, based on the report, they would have traded back last year as well. But in this past draft, they trade back twice. So the offseason process has been a lot better since Joe Judge has been here. That's the argument I can make for keeping Joe Judge. Now, on more of a macro level, you can say the Giants should not keep Joe Judge because the Giants are getting a new GM this offseason. We know Dave Gettleman, whether he is fired or going to retire or just mutually part ways, however they want to word it, Dave Gettleman is gone. We know that. So the Giants will have a new GM in a couple months here. And does it make sense to have the head coach and GM on a different timeline once again? We've seen this for the Giants plenty of times now. When Tom Coughlin was fired in 2015, the Giants kept Jerry Reese. Jerry Reese was fired two years later. And, you know, we saw it again in 2019. You know, the Giants, of course, once again, they had a pretty bad 2015, as we know. Good offense, bad defense. 2016 was the good year for the Giants, right? 2017 was a terrible year, of course. Jerry Reese, the GM, gets fired. They bring in a new GM in Dave Gettleman, a new head coach in Pat Shermer. So they finally did it right that time. That's like the first time in a while they had the head coach and GM on the same timeline. But in 2019, Pat Shermer was forced out the door. He was fired, and Dave Gettleman kept his job. So that right there made no sense to me. And you can see the writing on the wall. Like, Dave Gettleman was probably going to be gone sooner or later, whether it was because of his age or because the Giants weren't performing well. It's pretty much both at this point. The Giants have not been a good team the past two years, as we know. So Gettleman's gone, but they also have a head coach that's on a different timeline than Dave Gettleman. So does it make sense now to fire Joe Judge 
when he's only been here for two years. So the Giants have screwed themselves up in such a way that it's hard to fathom. Like, you you know it's the wrong decision as a fan, but the Giants do it anyway. I don't know why they do these things. So the Giants will now be in a situation where Joe Judge is here for year three next year in 2022, and they have a new GM in year one. So they will not be on the same timeline. So I don't know why they're doing that. And a report came out, not a report, but Chris Canty, the former Giants defensive tackle, went on Jordan Ronan's podcast. And this was an interesting quote. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I'll kind of just like paraphrase it for you guys. Basically, Chris Canty was given information that a candidate for a, G, a GM candidate the Giants were interested in does not want the Giants job because he has to be with Joe Judge. Like, that's my problem. The Giants now are going to interview GMs in the coming months. We know that. But if you are a GM candidate, let's say you watching this video, you are the best general manager candidate out there. If John Mara came to you and said, hey, GM candidate, you have to work with Joe Judge. He has to be your head coach. Is that appealing to you? Is that attractive to you? Because I don't think so. Like, if you're a GM candidate and you don't believe in Joe Judge, why the hell would you take this job? Because a GM does not want to take a job where he doesn't believe in the head coach. Now, some GM candidates are just desperate to get a GM job. We get that. But those usually are not the good GM candidates. So the Giants may be in a situation where... They interview or want to interview 10 GMs or, or potential GMs, but only like three of those GMs wants to keep Joe Judge as the head coach. So therefore, the other seven guys are out and you're left with a pool of three guys that are desperate for a job and you're basically limiting the good GMs you could hire. So to me, it makes no sense. And if Chris Canny is, you know, being honest about this report, he wouldn't lie about it, I feel like. Um, there may be other GMs that don't want to um, interview for this job because they don't want to work with Joe Judge as the head coach, which I completely get. So that's why it's all confusing to me. If it were up to me, I would rather move on from Joe Judge. I'd rather move on from Gettleman. I'd rather move on from Daniel Jones. I want a clean start. Um, a clean slate, clean start, everything. I want the Giants to hire a GM and give that man the key to the organization because John Mara, to be honest, has not been good at making decisions, football decisions in the past decade or so. We know that. So I want the Giants to hire the best GM candidate out there, whether it's Mike Borgonzi or Ed Dodds or someone like that, and give that man the keys to the organization and let him make the decisions. Let him decide who his head coach is. Let him decide who his quarterback is. Let him decide who he wants to draft, of course. You know, that's the, the best way to go about it. But what John Mara will do is hire the GM that's, you know, the best GM in his opinion that's willing to work with Joe Judge. It's not the best GM candidate, but the best GM candidate who will work with Joe Judge. Probably not the best way to go about it when you're interviewing GM candidates. And that is why it's frustrating as a Giants fan because... We sit here today and know this is probably the wrong move because let me let me just, you know, go into the future. I'm a, I'm a forward thinker and that, that's how I am. Let's just say the Giants hire a GM, a former Patriots guy, Monty Osenfort. Let's say the Giants hire Monty Osenfort as the GM. And let's say the Giants in 2022, let's be honest, guys, most likely the Giants are going to have a down year in 2022 unless they trade for like Russell Wilson or something like that. But Let's say the Giants go into 2022, they have a low projected win total, five, six wins, and the Giants have a five or six win season once again. So that's now three straight seasons where Joe Judge has six wins or less, right? Because there's a six and 10 year in his first year. This year is probably going to be less than six wins as we know. And then of course, 2022, the Giants will be kind of rebuilding and getting rid of, uh, rid of some of the contracts and kind of taking talent off their team. They don't have a lot of money to spend in free agency, of course, in 2022. So the Giants will probably be more of a rebuilding team next year so let's say joe judge has three straight bad seasons record wise and doesn't look good on the sidelines either 
do you keep Joe Judge for year four now when he's had three straight terrible seasons? Like, that's the problem you run into. That's why, in my opinion, the best thing to do is just start fresh. Hire a new GM and hire a new head coach, and there you go. Because if you have Joe Judge on a different timeline, you're going to have a new GM in 2022. But Joe Judge, if he sucks next year, might be fired after 2022. So you put yourself in this awkward position once again. So if my theory were to come true, Joe Judge is fired after 2022, and now this new Giants GM, Monty Osenfort, that's the example, once again, let's say it's him, has to find a new head coach that's on a different timeline than him. That's why it makes no sense to me. The Giants have a opportunity right now to start fresh and do the right thing, but they won't do it, and that's why it's so frustrating. This organization makes terrible decisions all the time, and we could see it coming, and that's why it's so frustrating. Now, I... I can see why in some ways that John Mara loves Joe Judge. I get it. I loved him when I first saw his you know, press conference with the Giants. We all loved him. Wanted to run through a brick wall for the guy. But we're allowed to change our opinions. You know, that, That's how it goes as sports fans. We loved Joe Judge a year ago, and now we think the guy stinks. And we have a reason to think that. We're not just saying, well, Joe Judge stinks because the record's not good. No, we see other pieces of evidence to make us believe Joe Judge is not a good head coach. Even his post-game interviews, which I did not talk about before, it's just like he's not even watching the game. Some of the stuff he says, like, oh, I'm liking the progress of the offense coming off like a, a nine-point game. Like, are you serious? Like, come on. So some of the things Joe Judge says and does, I don't like it. I don't have faith he's going to be a good head coach. I hope I'm wrong, of course, but I just don't see it right now. And I just don't trust the direction that John Mayer is going to put this football team. I got to be honest. Like, I have not trusted the uh, direction of the Giants in a long time. And I see that, unfortunately, continuing because John Mayer is not going to make the right decisions in this 2022 offseason. So I don't have all the answers. I can't tell you who the right GM is, who the right head coach would be, who the right quarterback is. I have no idea because I don't know the cost of what it would take to trade for Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. I have no idea. I don't know if, if Kenny Pickett's going to be a good NFL player. I don't know. So I can't tell you what's right and what's wrong, but I can tell you that having a GM and head coach on a different timeline once again for the third time is not a good idea. Maybe third time's a charm, but it's just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. So anyway, that's all I got for the Joe Judge stuff. Let's dive into the Cowboys game. Let me know in the comments, though. How do you feel about Joe Judge being back for 2022? Because I'm assuming most of the comments will not be positive. So as of now, the Cowboys are 10.5 point favorites at MetLife on Sunday. 1 o'clock game, I believe. And uh, we'll go over some of the Cowboys team ranks and some of the matchups and all that. So the Cowboys offense right now is first in the NFL in total yards per game. Their offense, you know, they're, they're very good. We know that. But they kind of haven't been the same. Like Dak Prescott has not looked the same since he sat out that game at Minnesota with the uh, calf injury. So, you know, even Dak at 70% is still good enough to beat this team, obviously. So that's not really a, a big concern. But, you know, for the Cowboys' future in the playoffs, I would be concerned about Dak Prescott's health personally. Passing yards, fifth in the NFL, sixth in rushing yards. They're second in points per game, 29.2 points per game for the Cowboys' offense. On defense, they're 25th in yards per game, 379 yards allowed per game. They are 23rd in pass defense. They are 14th in rush defense and 12th in points allowed per game. So the Cowboys just about everywhere are a better team than the New York Giants. We know that. And it's funny because I think the Cowboys had like a nine win total this year and the Giants had eight, I believe. So they were close coming into the year. But right now they have like a, a, a inverse record, if you will. The Cowboys are nine and four. The Giants are four and nine. And we know that. So let's go over some of the key matchups. We'll probably see some Trayvon Diggs on Kenny Galladay. That's always fun. Um, I don't know about the Giants injury report. I didn't even bother to look because 
the NFL this week is just insane. Like there are so many guys on the COVID list. It's like 150 plus players right now in the NFL on the COVID list. Um, I don't know. Whoever plays Sunday, we'll see. But I'll go over who I think is going to play. We'll, we'll pretty much go from there. We might see some Sterling Shepard in the slot against Jordan Lewis. It's not really an advantage for anybody there. Um, you guys know Trayvon Diggs has like nine or ten interceptions. I think it's nine interceptions this year. And Mike Lennon, not afraid to throw picks. So that's definitely a concern there. Um, of course, you know, the, the biggest concern in this game, I mentioned it last week with Joey Bosa versus this man, but Nate Solder. Um, for Nate Solder, we might see some Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons action against Nate Solder, which would be very bad, not good. So you don't want to see that. Uh, we might see some Parsons against uh, Andrew Thomas as well, which I feel much better about. But Micah Parsons is putting together one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen from a rookie defender. Now, let's not compare him to um, to Lawrence Taylor yet. Let's not get there. It's, it's one half a year, basically. But the guy is on pace to have a tremendous rookie season. And I feel bad because Micah Parsons was the guy I wanted in the draft, but I also love the trade the Giants made. So I'm in like a, I don't know what I want. Like I, I, I love having the Bears first round pick, but I also love Micah Parsons. I love, you know, Jalen Waddle was my first guy I wanted, but he was gone. So Micah Parsons would have been my pick, but I don't know. I, I do love the Bears trade. I'm just in like this. I don't know. It depends what we do with the Bears pick, obviously. Um, I kind of low-key want the Giants to trade the Bears pick down again for, to have more picks for next year because we might be looking for a quarterback upgrade in 2023. But anyway, so back to the game. They have Leighton Vander Esch. Keanu Neal used to play safety for the Falcons, athletic player. He has not graded out well, according to PFF, though, a 39 grade this year. So it's a tra- it's a transition uh, position-wise. Used to be a safety once again, so I get that. Leighton Vander Esch has not graded out well, but we know he's a good player for the most part. The Cowboys' defensive line's been really good this year. I mean, Parsons, Lawrence, they have... Uh, Owa Adigizua. Oh, wait, we had Owa. I always get confused. Did we have did we have Owa or Osa? Osa Adigizua is the cowboy. We had Owa. I always get that one confused. So they have Osa, we had Owa. Um Giants offensive line, of course, not a good matchup for this Cowboys D-line. The Giants receivers, I mean, I don't know what to expect, honestly. Can Saquon Barkley have a good game here? I don't know. I don't have much faith in that. Devontae Booker, I don't know. Not much faith in that. Mike Lennon's probably the quarterback once again. Maybe we see Jake Fromm thrown in there at some point. It seems like Mike Lennon's the starter still, so not much to be excited for there, of course. Now, for the Giants on defense, we'll see some Amari Cooper against James Bradbury. We will see some CeeDee Lamb versus Julian Love or McKinney, whoever's playing safety. McKinney, I believe, is on the COVID uh, you know, protocol list, so he might not play either, but might see some Michael Gallup against whoever the cornerback two is these days. I don't even know. Um, we'll throw out some nobody. Who is it? Um, it was Jaron Williams, right? Jaron Williams was the guy who let up the touchdown to uh, to the rookie last week. So I don't know. It might be that guy. I, don't, I have no idea. But we saw Tyrone Smith, the left tackle, was ruled out, I believe, for the Cowboys. That was good news. But the rest of their offensive line is very good. Connor McGovern, Tyler Biotish is having a decent year. Zach Martin's the number one ranked right guard in football right now, or number one ranked guard, actually, in general. So he's the first ranked guard on PFF right now. Awesome year for Zach Martin. And Lael Collins, their right tackle, is a good player. So we know that. Um, their running back room is a bit banged up. We know Zeke doesn't look right. Tony Pollard has a torn uh, plantar fascia in his foot. That's very painful, I'm assuming. So he might not play. Uh, Dak Prescott has graded out well this entire year, but as I said, in recent weeks, he has not looked right. He threw one of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen last week against Washington based on the you know, the circumstances. They were up 14 points, and Dak Prescott just threw a ball right to a Washington linebacker. I guess he didn't see him, and uh, it made it a game once again there. So for the Giants' defense, I mean, you know, they have... You know, Leonard Williams is probably not going to play. He has the elbow injury, so that's not good news, of course. 
Nito Ojolari, Lorenzo Carter to step up, Quincy Roche, all those guys, whoever plays. The secondary, I mean, they may have problems because this Cowboys passing attack is healthy right now and they look good. So that's a problem. Michael Gallup is back and he's been making some plays for that Cowboys offense. So yeah, I don't have faith in our defense having a great game, but it'll probably be like the Chargers game where the Giants defense plays well the first quarter, a quarter and a half. Then they get tired of being on the field so much and then let up big plays. And that's usually how it goes against Dallas anyway. So um, yeah, I don't expect the Giants to win this game. I actually picked the Giants to cover the spread on my pick show because it just feels like one of those like 20 to 10 type games or maybe like a 23 to 13 type game. Like, I don't think Dallas is going to blow us out. I could be wrong. And honestly, I'm fine with that because I want Joe Judge fired, as I mentioned. So if the Giants lose by 40 points, it's probably a good outlook for Judge to be fired. We know John Mayer and the rest of Giants Nation hates the Cowboys. So if the Cowboys come in here and win the game 52 to 3, that's a good look for, uh, for us who want Joe Judge fired. But anyway... I realistically do believe this will be a close-ish game, whether it's a 7-point win or an 8-point win or a 10-point win for Dallas. For some reason, it feels like a sloppy, low-scoring, and just boring game. So I think Dallas will go into MetLife and just get out of there with a win, not put up too many points. But once again, I could be wrong. So we'll find out what happens there. Maybe I have too much faith in the Giants to keep it close. So anyway, that'll do it for the preview. That'll do it for Joe Judge. Hope you guys enjoyed this video once again. If you want to leave me a question for the Giants' future outlook, go on the community page, ask me a question. We already have a bunch of questions I saw, so thanks to those who asked already. And I will talk to you guys next time.